Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. The mics have turned and we had the pleasure of being guests on From the Blockchain, a killer podcast hosted by two of our favorite women in the world of NFTs, Ashley Smith and Danielle Davis, the ladies behind the Fame Lady Squad. In case you missed it, let's listen in. I ended up going and buying a personality pod. We did a, a whole episode on getting that set up. We named our lady, her name is Jessica with a K. And I can't remember exactly all the details about her, but I know she's a tattoo artist and we basically use her to help share the news that, so we do a weekly news episode. And so we just have her, you know, basically tell what news we're going to talk about in that episode. So it's kind of fun. And then for your anniversary, we did a little why we love the fame ladies so much. NFTs are redefining the cryptocurrency landscape and taking the world by storm. This is Ashley Smith from Fame Lady Squad, and I want to welcome you to From the Blockchain. As leaders of an all-female avatar NFT project, we want to share our insight and industry knowledge with you. We want to empower more women to participate and dominate in the NFT space. So whether you're an early adopter or just a curious learner, we hope you join us to explore the exciting world of NFTs. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to From the Blockchain. This is your girl, Ashley, also known as Bored Becky in the Web3 world. And I'm here with my co-host, NFT Ignition, Danielle Davis. How are you doing today, Danielle? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, you know, for anyone listening, we are doing this on the 18th and we just had our takeover anniversary not too long ago. So thank you to anyone that did come to that. If not, you missed out on a lot of stuff, I will say. Yeah. Do you think uh, we should do like a, a podcast episode just about Fame Lady Squad catch up? We probably should. We have so many announcements and stuff. Yeah, I think that we're going to be teasing out probably some... Um, different things we're participating in different partnerships through episodes through guests that are going to be on the show but it might be fun to do one with us and just capture everything yeah. to get people up to speed I would really enjoy that and it's way easier for scheduling too so let's that's <laughs> well that's cool well no it's been a really fun August very busy yeah. lots on the go despite the bear market of still a very dynamic ecosystem, I think in web three and lots of people who are doing really cool things um, with the blockchain and in NFTs and, and who are still very, very excited about the tech and innovation and the future. Um, and I think one of the, the benefits of this era, this uh, season, winter <laughs> has been really getting to see who those folks are and like understanding who's in this for the right reasons, who's in it for the long haul, who has conviction over what the what they think the future is going to be. And I think our guests actually that we're chatting with today are really great representation of that. So, and I love that they're women, of course. Um, it's wonderful to see women really carving their their niche and creating their own platforms in, in this environment. And so uh, without further ado, super excited to uh, introduce our guests. We have two guests today. We don't do this often, uh, but Jen FT, Jen and Aaron Sal. So excited to have you. Both of you are co-hosts of the Nifty Chicks uh, podcast, uh, which we were just on recently. So if you haven't checked that out, I'm just going to shill that right now. You want to 
check out that episode, NFT Ignition and Mm -hmm. myself were there. But welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for coming on to From the Blockchain. So great to have you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. (laughs) We absolutely love you guys. And uh, I have to say, Minty sells like maybe not the number one because we're starting to spot out others, but like definitely in the top five, number one fame lady squad. So I think like she needs to do the first introduction for sure. Yes, please do. And and I didn't use the right name, Minty Cell. Like tell us oh, about you and tell us about Minty Cell. I'm I'm fully doxxed. So not, <laughs> I know not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm Aaron Cell, Minty Cell, uh, co-host of the Nifty Chicks. My past life, I was the producer for the Bad Crypto Podcast and the Nifty Show. Mm-hmm. And did that for about four and a half years. And Jen FT and I launched the Nifty Chicks earlier this year. And I was trying to juggle it all and decided that it was time to make the leap and go, you know, full steam ahead with the Nifty Chicks. So I resigned from being the producer of the Bad Crypto Podcast and Nifty Show. And now I'm 100% in with the Nifty Chicks. So Jenna T, do you want to? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So uh, my background, um, how far do we want to go? I was a figure skater. So that's a super fun fact. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Super competitive. Like on the, I I attempted to go to the Olympics, didn't make it that far because of injuries. But so my, my whole child was dedicated, was uh, dedicated to figure skating, but my career, though, has been in traditional finance, which is the opposite of figure skating. Um, so <laughs> worked at some big firms like Goldman Sachs, uh, you know, as a wealth advisor and um, have that background. And I had the pleasure of moving to the coolest island ever called Puerto Rico in the Caribbean and uh, a, a specific community called Palmas del Mar, where I had the Pleasure and honor of meeting Minty Cell. And, um, you know, I had no idea what an NFT was not only a year ago. And it was almost like a year ago today, almost mm-hmm. today, that we had dinner with Minty Cell and her boyfriend. And they told us all about NFTs. And I was absolutely hooked. And they got me set up with my own wallet. And then it has just been a upward spiral since then. So that's been a year ago and we kicked off the Nifty Chicks. Um, I want to say February of, of 2022 this year. So loving it. Absolutely. Absolutely loving it. That's so cool. I, I want to say and acknowledge that the Nifty show was one of the first podcasts that I listened to when I was trying to educate myself in a time that was very difficult because the resources were scarce and um, um, there are male hosts, which is great. Um, And they were probably one of the few shows that was like a little bit less of that, like bro culture. Um, And now I know (laughs) Minty Cell, you were behind production. So that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's great. I, I, I mean, I'm curious, maybe we'll start um, on your side, uh, Aaron, is just like what brought you into learning about this space and becoming so passionate about it enough to basically onboard someone like Jen? <laughs> yeah, so it's it's funny because I was in, you know, bad crypto and in the crypto sphere for a long time. And then they decided, or they they started talking about NFTs, the guys from Bad Crypto. And then 
I'm trying to remember. So they talked about it early, early on bad crypto. And of course, one of the first things they started talking about was crypto kitties. And I remember them talking about it and I thought that it was quite possibly the dumbest thing I'd ever heard of that people were going online, buying these crypto kitties and then mating them and having kittens. And I was just like, okay, this is stupid. And this is never going to be a thing. And of course, you know, looking back, I kicked myself because I really wish I had gotten in on a lot of projects a lot earlier. So then they started, they decided to launch the Nifty show and it took a little bit of time for that to kind of get gain momentum. And then eventually I started, or I became the producer for that show as well as Bad Crypto. And really for me, the first NFT project that caught my interest, and they'd been talking about other, you know, all kinds of other projects, CryptoPunks, Bored Apes, didn't interest me unfortunately. Uh, but the first one was the Garbage Pail Kids. And the reason that I cared about that was because I collected Garbage Pail Kids when I was a kid. And so when I heard about it, I was like, okay, this is really cool. I I want in on this. And so I got all excited. I got it, it launched on the Wax blockchain. I figured out how to get Wax. So, you know, I, I think I already had a Wax wallet figured out how to put money in there. I was so excited, set my alarm, got up, made sure I was, you know, logged in to the right place to get some garbage pail kids. And of course, you know, shit happened and I couldn't get my garbage pail kids. So I was, I was really upset because I feel like every project launch, something goes wrong. Right. And so I couldn't get my garbage pail kids. And then I was mad because, you know, it's of course on the secondary market selling for much higher price. But so that was really my, my first NFT project. And then from there, it actually took me a while to get excited about other NFTs. And I feel like garbage pail kids has kind of gone. I mean, nobody's talking about it anymore. I feel like it's kind of a, at this point, a failed project. So going along with the Nifty show and, you know, the different projects that they were talking to, nothing really sparked anything for me until truly, I think it was Jen FT and I talking about a year ago and, you know, getting, she got interested in it and then it got me more interested in it. And then I think I probably discovered Fame Ladies around that time because I know I didn't, I didn't mint Fame Ladies, but you know, I found you guys and then uh, bought on the secondary. Um, I think actually this one, you can't see my top one, but I think that one might have been my first fame lady. That's very, very cool. So I'm so happy to have you both, you know, as members of the Fame Lady Squad community. It means a lot. And uh, that's certainly not why you're here today. You two are are doing your own thing and um, really finding your voice, I think, in Web3, which I think is just wonderful. Um, but we love seeing people who are doing stuff with their Fame Lady. And you do have like you use your Fame Lady. And I, mm -hmm. I don't want to do, use this as an opportunity necessarily to 
like shill the Fame Lady Squad um, uh, collection. But I do think it's worth sharing, you know, how you've decided to kind of use some of the IP because I think it's fun. I think it's a, one of the utilities for some types of collections. Um, so maybe you can tell our audience a little bit about some of the cool stuff you've done with that. Yeah, so you guys collabed with Alethea, Althea, however we say it. <laughs> And I ended up going and buying a personality pod. We did a, a whole episode on getting that set up. We named our lady, her name is Jessica with a K. And I can't remember exactly all the details about her, but I know she's a tattoo artist. And we basically use her to help share the news. That So we do a weekly news episode. And so we just have her you know, basically tell what news we're going to talk about in that episode. So it's kind of fun. And then for your anniversary, we did a little why we love the fame ladies so much with Jessica. That's so cool. And I, I Danielle, have we done an episode with Alethea yet? I don't know. I was just thinking that because you know how many episodes we've had where we were like, hi, I don't know how to say the name. Like we need one episode that tells people how to pronounce just I think, how to say the name. I think it's Alethea. <laughs> I think so too, but like, everybody's like, is it? (laughs) <laughs> is that so for our audience we've talked about Alethea a little bit but I do think again this is the fun part this is where we're seeing like the things that are happening in this space being used in real like real time real life and and anyways Alethea is a um what they call an INFT program their software um they're creating AI that mixes with NFTs. So uh, what Minty Sell is talking about is basically taking their fame lady and and creating a character that talks to you and can interact. And, and we'll get into that on another show, but it's been really fun to watch people creating and building their their own personalities, their own family personalities. And of course, now we're seeing them dropping and uh, collaborating um, and executing on partnerships with other communities, which I actually think is really great because it it brings uh, eyeballs to the possibilities of what NFTs can do, which is super cool. So I love that you ladies are using it. Like we bought one, uh, our couple, and we plan yeah. to use it, but we haven't yet. So yet. <laughs> <laughs> tell us a little bit more about the Nifty Chick uh, podcast. We'll make sure it's in the show notes, like how people can find it, et cetera. But um, maybe tell us a little bit about some of the conversations you two are having. Who are you meeting? Who are you impressed by? What are the things that you've learned along the way? Oh man, so much, so much. And who am I impressed by? Everyone. We're so lucky to have such awesome guests and every single one of them like inspires me. And I feel like so energized after the conversations, but so the nifty chicks, you can find us at the nifty chicks.io and um, that'll take you to the podcast. We're on YouTube as well. So we do have the video component, but the nifty chicks was really born for the purpose of bringing more women into the space. And we love our dudes in the space, but I feel like that. And we, we, we both feel like there just needs to be more women in the space. And our motto is that we believe that women deserve a seat at the table and radical financial independence. And we believe that the NFT space can allow for that. And um, we believe that there's a lot of time to shape and evolve what this world looks like. And I'm hoping that for the first time ever that women and men are like 
truly treated equally in this space and have the same abilities given the fact that you can be undocked, you can be whoever you want to be in the space and you can kind of build your own destiny in the space. And so for us, we just saw this space, the NFT space as such a opportunity for women to really take hold of their own financial decision-making on like, you know, traditional platforms. And so it's, it's super exciting. So we, we built this as, um, you know, our podcast is, is for noobs. It's, it's for, you know, people back to basics. We, we have a whole back to basics episode. It's for people who are new to the space. It's for people who are trying to learn about the space, people who are trying to hear other people's journey into the space, you know, everyone's journey into the space is super unique. And um, like the moment that NFTs click in someone's mind is so different for everyone. And so we try to draw that out of all of our guests of like, okay, you're in the NFT space. How did you get here? Because a lot of our listeners are just trying to figure out what their own journey looks like. And so we're trying to build a kind of relatable platform and be the a go-to platform for women because as I'm sure for both of you, you mentioned the Bad Crypto Podcast and the Nifty Show. That's an incredible show. But as a female, that's who you're listening to is mostly men. And it's hard to find women in the space that you can go to that have the resources and the knowledge and the experience who are willing to share it. So we want to be just one tool in addition to your podcast, in addition to Metadoc's podcast, all of these incredible women doing incredible things to bring more women into the space. So that's really what the Nifty Chicks is all about. And my gosh, what I've learned. I mean, every day I realize it's a reminder that I know so little and it's so humbling because like everyone has such cool things to share and what, where they're taking their projects are in places that my brain doesn't even go. And so I'm like, how did you even think about this? It's, it's just a fascinating, very, very fast paced, very intimidating space. So um, it's just like a type of space where I'm learning every, every single day. And like I said, we just leave the podcast and at the end we do our outros and literally she and I are staring at each other on screen being like, I am blown away by this person that I just spoke to. Like, holy cow, they're so cool. And how do we get the opportunity to have them on the podcast? So it's been such a fun couple of months and we're so looking forward to like the future. Minty Saul, what are you thinking about with that in mind, like thinking about the future and the future of some of these conversations. Um, I know for us, like we've, I don't know exactly how many episodes we've pumped out now, but it's, I think at the beginning, we started this like as an experiment and a commitment, but still not knowing where it would go. And now it's like, okay, you know, at what point do we decide to do a season two? What does that mean? And how do you balance, for example, wanting to make sure that you know, your content resonates and adds value to say the noobs, the newbies, the the new mm -hmm. folks in the space, but also that you're at it continuing to add value um, and context, maybe a nuance with every episode. Have you given that much thought? Because we'll probably take any of your advice too. <laughs> we, we definitely have. Um, I mean, we look a lot at the content that we're putting out there and we try to vary, vary it up. So we do a mix of like Jenna P was saying. So we have kind of tutorials and NF truths, as we like to call it. And that is, I feel like a lot of the content that is put out there is sometimes 
put in light that makes whatever it is you're talking about good or better than it maybe is. And one of the things that we really want to do is tell the truth about what we're looking at, because when you are new to this space, it's challenging or it can be challenging. And there's been times that we've tried to mint something that, you know, we were told, oh, this is super easy. You can get it done in five minutes. And then we go to do it. And no, you can't. We were trying to mint something on Tezos and we sat there for an hour trying to figure it out. And we couldn't get any of the wallets to work with what we were doing. And so we finally said, screw it. We're going to put out the truth that this was hard because I feel like a lot of, you know, a lot of times people try to do something and they give up and I don't want people to give up. I want our listeners to know that, you know, we will be truthful about what it is we're doing and if it's hard or easy and, and all of that, because being in this space is not always easy. Um, the other thing that we do obviously is interviews with amazing primarily women in the space uh, focused on projects, artists. I mean, we have talked to, I'm trying to, was it Yasmin that was like a 14 year old, 13 year old? Yeah, 13 year old. Um, <laughs> how old? 13. 13. And she, she sold out her project, Elvin. And I just, I, it's so inspiring to me. We've also talked to like other young women, uh, Lindsay Rosenberg, 19 year old that she's did a project. And I just think back to, you know, when I was 13 or when I was 19, what I was doing, and I sure was not anywhere near as ambitious as some of these young ladies. And I think that's part of, you know, another part of what we're trying to do is, show women of all ages that you can you can do it if you want to you just have to you know maybe put some time and energy into learning and finding out about you know how to get started in the space and that's really what we're trying to do is just kind of open those doors and let people know or let women know that what's available for them mm -hmm. one of the conversations i find myself having with people who are looking for advice is they need social media and marketing people. And there's so many of those people out there, but they just don't understand Web3. So they don't know how to implement. Um, and then the folks building in Web3 are not necessarily the same people who have a talent in that marketing side. <laughs> so it's a huge gap. It's a huge gap. And it's got my wheels turning a little bit about business opportunities if there was only time. <laughs> to like... Right. right. Um, but anyways, both of you ladies met one another in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is a place I've never been to. I know NFT Ignition has been, um, but it certainly seems to be a hub for folks that are in crypto and NFTs. What brought you to Puerto Rico? Did it have to do with Web3? It sounds like uh, for Jen, maybe it wasn't. Um, but tell us about the experience uh, in your neck of the woods of what's going on there. Yeah. So um, you're, you're spot on. Puerto Rico has become a bit of a crypto hub. And one of the reasons that is, is because we have the opportunity to participate in an economic development program, because Puerto Rico is a territory of the US. So it's not a state, it is a territory. So through this economic development program, there are tax incentives to move business owners down to Puerto Rico that outsource their services or um, products out to the mainland. So 
for that reason, um, for those tax benefits, you're seeing a whole slew of expats, even though it's still part of the U.S., moving to Puerto Rico um, for that reason. And then um, that's probably on the, the top of the, the reasons, but for so many reasons, right? Like this is a beautiful island. We have incredible weather all year round. Like I wanted to move south into a warmer climate because I was in Connecticut and I hate snow. And so for me, I wanted to move to a warmer climate. And so I had my eyes set on, on Florida. Um, and, uh, you know, we have good friends here who moved uh, the year before we did. And they said, you know, just for a half an hour extra on that flight, you can move to Puerto Rico. And my husband, who's a business owner, can, you know, reduces his taxes and also help the island in the same kind of way. And for me, I was like, that seems like a total no brainer. So it is a huge shift. Um, you know, this, the, the community that we live in, there's a couple of main communities, Palmas del Mar, Dorado, I'm sure you heard it's just outside of San Juan. And then there's Rincon, which is a little bit more of a surfer vibe. Um, but Palmas del Mar, you know, we have some of the most incredible people here and brains here. Um, that's because of all of the economic development program, we're all in the same community. So we play pickleball together on a Friday night and we go to happy hours tonight. Minty Zell and I are going to happy hour. Um, and it's just like this awesome, it's almost like a college vibe for adults. And it's just like, we all drink a little too much. We all just have a little too much, you know, it's not the work hard, play hard. It's, it's like play hard and, and work as little as possible, but make as much money as you can. <laughs> so it's a great combination. And it's just really attracted the, the some of the coolest people I've ever met in my life, Mindy Sell being one of them and Joel Kahn, her boyfriend, being another one of them. So it's just, I feel super lucky. In fact, I was just saying that I, I went on a, a nice long vacation. And for the first time in my life, I couldn't wait to come home. <laughs> I was like, who wants to leave vacation and come home? But like now that I live here, I certainly do. Do you find yourselves having a lot of very intentional opportunities then to connect with people in Web3? Like I would imagine there's a good little hub there. And if yes, how are you finding that being around people in person is helping you kind of as you're walking down your journey in Web3? Oh my gosh. I mean, the people have extended. So one of the things I have found about the Web3 space is that people are super generous with their time and knowledge. They are unlike, I feel like web two, where they're like, keep your cards close to your chest. Like web three people are very much like, here's what I've learned. Here's my journey. Here's, you know, my successes. People are, are sharing their successes, what worked, what didn't work. And so for us, because it's such a close community here in, in the community that we live in, um, we are always seeing each other in real life. And you know, we just stop and, and spark those conversations. And then we say, you know what, let's get a group together. We have, if I were to show you my WhatsApp or my signal groups from just Palmas Del Mar groups, it's just like, it's almost impossible to keep track of. And we have a Palmas NFT group. We have a Palmas crypto, but there's like five crypto groups now at this point, some for beginners, some for super advanced investors. And um, like we have the opportunity to participate in all those kind of chats. And then all of those different chats are putting together kind of in real life get togethers and happy hours. And 
the conversations that I'm having are so much more enlightening than I've like ever had. And I'm learning by, from so many people who have so many different walks of life and all, all usually a little, little, I would say all of us here are a little off the rocker because we left everything behind to come to an island where we have powder, power outage, outages, our internet doesn't work half the time. But like, it's the coolest group that like, it's, it's the, it's so much fun. It's really bringing like-minded individuals that we can, you know, grab coffee with and happy hours and pickleball fun, tennis courts. It's just, a, it's an absolute blast. That's well. I'm seeing Danielle's face, like her nodding. I know that Yeah. you, you've been thinking there. about this. You've <laughs> been thinking about Puerto Rico, right? I have, I have, yeah, for a while. Um, you know, I, it was kind of a nice, like, natural filter of people because everyone there has kind of already succeeded in life in some way or they wouldn't have to avoid taxes, right? <laughs> or want to live on an island. So it kind of has that, like, the, it's higher quality of people. It's, you know, when you go to these crypto meetups and it's just a bunch of people shilling to you, you don't have that in these places. Mm. No. It's funny. I was just, as you were saying that, Jenna, I'm like looking at my WhatsApp and I'm like, I'm in so many groups. So we have Crypto Mondays, NF Tuesdays. We just, Jenna F. T. missed it, but we just did a five-year anniversary for the Bad Crypto Podcast where we took a bus up to Travis's place in Lucio and had a party for like 65 people with, uh, we have a crypto chef that we hired. He will, he will cook for you in exchange for ETH. Um, <laughs> we have, you know, pool parties every month where it's all about crypto and NFTs. Um, you know, Michael Turpin lives on the island. He does um, coin agenda here. That'll be in December. There, It's like nonstop crypto slash NFT events. That I mean, you could attend something basically almost probably every day of the week if you wanted. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I, well, you've heard it here, folks. Like, obviously, Puerto Rico is at the very least a place to, a great place to visit and maybe <laughs> Um, and, and there's a good number of awesome people to connect with should you be going. So um, make, make, make sure you're watching these ladies. Um, I'm I'm north of the border. I don't think I'm going to permanently move myself that far, but uh, I definitely need to come visit you guys. That's yes. for sure. Please. Yes. Um, I would love to know, what are you each working on? If you can, if you are working on anything, um, are you thinking of working on anything outside of what you've been doing thus far? We are building. It's still very, very early, early stages. In fact, before we got on, I was asking you guys, because I know you just announced about getting into the Hug Accelerator program, mm -hmm. and I am going to apply. Uh, but yeah, we're basically just at this point interviewing developers for what the idea is and who can do it for us. Um, who can build it for us. Um, so yeah, that's really all I can say at this point because can't spill the beans before we've got it, you know, set in stone and in motion. So so that in itself is alpha. Just make sure you're watching these ladies and paying attention to what they're doing. Maybe what I can ask you is, what do you feel it's meant for you having been so engaged in the Web3 space the way that you have been um, and then starting to to build. I think what happens for a lot of folks is they have some ideas 
and they know like, oh, NFTs are a thing, like especially, you know, let's call it last October to January, maybe. Um, so this is a thing for right now. I'm going to get in and I'm going to build, but they don't know anybody. Like, I just would love to know right. how you're feeling having spent a year, well, yourself, Aaron, much longer, but um, the time in the space where you're getting to know folks, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. A lot of people you need to know that can do the things you can't do. Um, so maybe you can speak a little bit to that and, and what that's meant for you. I think for me, really what being it in, with the Nifty Chicks and just being in the space in general, I think what it has shown me is I feel like I know more of what others want in the space based on what I look for. So I feel like a lot of times it's it's more like push of the marketing. And in this, like what I'm trying to create will be more of a pull that people are seeking it out. And I feel like I've learned that just from, you know, you, you talk to all these different projects and what they're doing. And um, I feel like we can create something. And, and honestly, it's about the relationships that we're building really finding out what everybody else is doing in this space and how we can help support and collaborate and and continue building those relationships because let's be honest i mean i i will say this like going to your guys's virtual events we did the the murder mystery scavenger hunt whatever you i can't remember what you guys called it but just being in those spaces and talking to other people that are, you know, fans of the projects that you're a fan of. It's really enlightening to to hear what their thoughts are on the different projects and how we can come together to help deliver on those things. I'd love to dig a little deeper on that. Just for you as a collector, like what are the things that you look for? What are the things that make projects interesting to you, um, you know, that seem either worth making a bet on or of value? So for me, and it's, it's funny because I'm in a ton of different projects, but I really, there's only certain ones that I actually pay attention to or focus on. And for me, it's, I would say, number one, it's the art. I have to like it because if it does go to zero, I still want to care about it. And there's certain projects that I would, I would never get out of just because I love the artwork. Next would be, I, I mean, utility, but it's more than just utility. I think it's like, I, you know, I was just signing up for my BFF perks. So it's access. It's, it's access to not only communities, but what people are sharing, like you were saying, you know, alpha and like being able to get in and know about other projects that are happening before the masses, being able to get in, you know, at pre-mint price, you know, it's the getting on allow list, be getting potentially access to other drops, merch, access to parties, access to events, uh, trainings. And then again, it's the community. It's just being able to participate in those communities that are active and pretty much the ones I'm most active in or paying attention to attention to are the ones that are 
on this wall behind me. So it is, it's fame ladies, it's women and weapons, it's crypto chicks, it's BFF and you, it's wow, it's um, hug. Very cool. Jen, is there anything you wanted to add to what you look for? Um, I think all of that, we actually did an episode on this because we we kind of captured all the things that one could look for. And then we kind of piecemealed what she and I look for and what's different about it. And one of the things that I care a lot about is the team behind the project. I don't see myself investing in a project that is not doxxed. I think I really want to know, just like a company, I wouldn't invest in a company if I didn't know who the CEO was and who's at the leadership top. So for me, I think that's um, that's a big component. And you guys have a perfect story that I'm sure all of your listeners already know about of exactly why I care about who's leading the, the, mm-hmm. the project. Um, mm-hmm. That to me is really important. Awesome. Well, I think like we could talk to you ladies for so long. We've really gotten to know you a little bit over the last little while, really enjoy chatting. And I feel, um, you know, in we all come from different backgrounds, but I think we're on similar journeys, which is interesting. And and we have very similar values and are aligned and are looking to ex- expose Web3 to women in particular. We, we try to help them understand like where this might be going. And, and I think we're also all kind of making it up along the way as well, which is <laughs> like a bit of a unique thing. Like we're none of us are experts, but we're kind of positioning ourselves in ways where we're, we're trying to be, we're trying to get there. Right. Um, right. So I really appreciate that. I hope we continue the conversation. I hope, you know, you guys will be back on our show. I hope we'll be back on your show. I think we should um, explore some fun things we might be able to do outside of these more formal podcasts where maybe maybe we should do some spaces. Maybe we should hop on Instagram live. Like I want to explore a little bit just to also capture audiences who aren't necessarily spending their time all day on Twitter and Discord. Um, But uh, ladies, I know we already mentioned um, your website, but let's review. Where are the best ways for people to find you? Um, let's talk about the where to find the podcast, what platforms are you on, and then also how people can find and follow you individually as well. Awesome. Yeah, um, obviously, the niftychicks.io. We are on all platforms at the niftychicks. That's the N-I-F-T-Y chicks, C-H-I-C-K-S. Uh, I would say we are most active on Twitter and Instagram. We do have a Discord that I'm still trying to figure out how to set up Discord because that's a whole other animal for me. Yeah. And uh, so you can you can find us on Discord. And for me, I am I would say probably most active on Twitter and uh, and Instagram. And Twitter is Aaron Sell. And Instagram is Aaron.cell because somebody stole my Aaron cell and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> it's okay. They'll find you. Just make sure it's the real you and not a scammer that's account. Right. That's that's right. that's, that's important. So how about you, Jen? Yeah. So you can find me uh, on Twitter at the Jen FT. And I have to look because I never know actually. And also on Instagram, it's the Gen FT as well. So um, that's where you can find me. I'm not as active as I want to be, but I'm hoping that'll change. So stay tuned, um, but <laughs> definitely most active on the Nifty Chicks. So be sure to follow the Nifty Chicks. Yes, everyone, make sure to follow the Nifty Chicks. Check out all their previous episodes. You guys are on, so you're on video 
Yeah, we are on, on YouTube. We are on YouTube and we are on pretty much all the podcast players, you know, Google Play, Spotify, Apple. Cool. I would also say I think it's worth like if you have had similar guests as, than what we've had on our show, I would implore people like listen to the podcast, even if you've heard from that person before, because you're going to hear their stories in new ways, or they might be at a different stage in their journey. And that's why, for example, we'd want to have you back on the show, you know, in six months and see what you're doing. Right. Um, so yeah, I just would absolutely. encourage everyone to tune in to the Nifty Chicks. Um, these ladies are amazing. Check them out if you ever get to Puerto Rico. Um, ladies, it's been so lovely to have you. Um, thank you so much for coming on. I know you've got some fun things for the rest of the summer as well. So wishing you all the best. And uh, I hope to see you all again soon joining us here from the blockchain. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for joining us on From the Blockchain. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions about today's episode, please send us a message so we can answer it. If you want to learn more about Fame Lady Squad or how you can get involved with NFTs, please visit our website or join our growing community on Discord. We genuinely believe we couldn't do the things that we do without the support of our community and listeners like you. So thank you so much. We'll see you again soon. Oh my gosh. So fun. I love them so much. I can't even tell you. Honestly, like it was a little weird to not be the one asking the questions, but I had an absolute blast and they're just so much fun. I, I really, they, I, they could, really I could are. have talked to them forever. Honestly, it, we could have gone for yeah. hours. <laughs> I know it, it's so crazy too how, you know, everybody knows Fame Lady Squad is one of my very favorite projects. And, you know, we, we got lucky and had the chance to meet them at NFT NYC and, you know, of course, invited them on the, the show. And then we've just had like a few conversations here and there. And I truly feel like we're like friends now. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's not just acquaintances. It's like we'd go hang out next conference and, you know, I don't know. It's just yeah. it's funny how this space is. Yeah, they're super down to earth and just like real. And I just love that. I find that that's true about most people I, I've met in the world of Web3. It's like, it's just real. They're just raw and real and just down to earth, authentic. It's they're, they're a perfect example of why I love Web3. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so that being said, uh, make sure that you are subscribed not only to the Nifty Chicks, but also go subscribe to from the blockchain because they are interviewing and talking to cool people all the time. So, you know, we're all about sharing the love. We want everybody, you know, to get the exposure and um, information and, you know, hear these amazing interviews that everyone's doing. So go subscribe on your, you know, favorite podcast player. That's right. And as always, thank you so much for listening to the Nifty Chicks. Always remember, invest in yourself. You are worth it. Please listen carefully to the following disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guests of the Nifty Chicks podcast are acting in the capacity of financial advisors. We wish to remain transparent and impartial to the NFT community at all times, and therefore, the content provided by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests are intended for general information purposes only. 
Nothing written or discussed by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests should be construed or relied upon as investment, financial, legal, regulatory, accounting, tax, or similar advice. Nothing should be interpreted as a solicitation to invest in any cryptocurrency or NFT, and nothing herein should be construed as a recommendation to engage in any investment strategy or transaction. Please be advised that it is in your own best interest to consult with investment, legal, tax, or similar professionals regarding any specific situation and any prospective transaction decisions. You must do your own research when considering investing in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. We are simply sharing our journey with you as we learn more about the world of NFTs. Happy minting.